Welcome to Feeding Your Healthy Mind, a space where I reflect on ideas, concepts, and practices that can help us cultivate personal, physical, and mindful growth. Can small habitual changes really make us feel more connected, nourish our bodies and minds, as well as develop our consciousness? Let's expand our awareness, lean into discomfort, and find new ways to challenge what we know and how we think. Whether spiritual, psychological, or scientific, let's explore it all. Join me for the next few minutes in feeding your healthy mind. Welcome back to the Feeding Your Healthy Mind podcast. I'm Natasha, and in this episode, I want to talk about growth. I want to explore what growth is and whether it's measurable, what personal growth is, whether success is a measure of growth, and how in which our perception shapes whether we think we've grown or we haven't. So growth constitutes anything that changes from its original state. It doesn't have a positive or a negative attached to it. But I often find that in our own perceptions and in the perception of society, we often link success and growth. In some ways, it seems we're expected to start at point A and reach point B. And along that linear path, we're supposed to have transformed in some way, in some sort of way that was better than where we were. So think about what encompasses growth for you. If we think organically about the growth of organisms, like ourselves, it's a slow process. It flows seasonally and adapts to seasonal changes. It's a constant of ebbs and flows. If we take, for example, a seed, it takes water, sunlight and nutrients and then begins to germinate over time. It continues to grow upwards, expanding until it flourishes. And when I say upwards and expanding, I don't mean any specific direction. Whatever space exists for it, it takes. This seed has now become something very different to where it began. Its physical state, its cellular state is different. And now it provides energy for other organisms, for them to go ahead, take what they need and complete their cycle. And after its cycle has been completed and it begins to turn inwards, it starts to return to this phase of resting and nourishment and begins to hold energy for the new seeds it creates, ready for their cycle. Now, if we see growth in this way, we know that in order to grow, we must know what rest is. And I think that's really important. Now, giving ourselves the time to recover, to rejuvenate, to come back in a different form at a different time can make the world of difference to what our capacity for growth can be and maybe even how we begin to look at it. Do we look at our growth as completely separate and individual or do we see it as integrated as this seed is when it shares life? Knowing that we need rest, we know when we can give our all and when we may need to step back. This kind of intuition we can build can really shape how we use our energy and really change 
how we see our own personal growth. So maybe a better question is, do we need to measure growth? If we choose to see growth as cycles, we can take the pressure off ourselves. We can respond to the seasons and allow it to be organic. We can rest in the winter, start new challenges in the spring, see the fruits of those efforts with the summer, and then start to wind down in the autumn, ready to store our energy in winter to begin a new cycle. We'll realize that growth is actually not something we can control. It has its own plan. It's an organic interaction with all the things around us, including those people we may not have met yet. Comparison is the thief of joy. The first time I heard this, it really resonated with me. It got me thinking about all the times I've heard of other people's success. And although I was happy for them, I couldn't help but think about, where's mine? <laughs> I don't know if you felt that way, but there's something about seeing someone else's success and growth, and then feeling as if you should have the same at the same time, or yours should look a lot like theirs. But in seeing where they've come, we don't know what they've been through or how they got there. We don't know how many times they failed, they tried again, they tried a different approach. What I'm trying to say is all of our paths are unique and different. There's an element of trust, trust in ourselves, trust in the process. And this could be hard. This can be really challenging and oftentimes really impact our mental and physical health. There's something about loving each day and loving what you do and finding the pleasure in that, that will help you stop seeing growth as something that is a point A and a point B. When you look back and you think about growth, for example, to the last year, no matter what happened for you, if you take away the labels of good and bad, whether you made money or gained praise from someone else, whether the external world recognized the fact that you've changed. Do you feel like you've grown? Can you say that the person you are today is exactly the same as the person you were a year ago? In most cases, yes, you definitely will have. If you begin to think about growth, Without the pressure of success, you can really support your natural flow and natural growth. And though this can be really hard to conceptualize, especially in a world that wants tangible, measurable growth, that society views as better, giving yourself the space to know that growth doesn't have to be the way it's dictated. There's power in knowing that you can choose what growth looks like for you and allow yourself to flow with that. Following back to what I was talking about in the previous episode with change. Growth and change are pretty intrinsic to each other, but they also share that they're not linear and they can't always be predicted. When you set out to change or you take a path that's different and you end up changing, that's growth. I think one thing that's really helped me change my perception of growth 
is beginning to look back on all the little things that change daily. And then maybe every month checking in and seeing where you've come. And this isn't necessarily based on a goal I have or uh, something I wanted to achieve. It's just to acknowledge and recognize myself for where I've come and where I was. It's not good, it's not bad. It's growth, it's development. I've learned something from failure. I've learned something from success. And most of all, I've learned something about myself and I've created a stronger connection with knowing who I am. And when we start to understand that growth is actually about how we get closer to who we are, we realize it's just about information. It's about listening to our minds and bodies and all the messages that they're trying to teach us. Starting to think about how we may have responded or reacted, how conversations went, how we could maybe think about or frame things differently. For me personally, that's where I see my growth. Becoming more conscious of my subconscious, becoming more intentional of my words and my actions and taking each day to understand and learn something new about the world and where I am in it. So this week, I invite you to think about growth differently. Try not to have an end goal, an achievement or a measure of success. Growth starts as a small ripple and turns into a wave. So take it day by day. Each day, try to do something a little different to what you would normally do. Maybe talk to someone different. Maybe take a different route. See where in which your day will flow differently. And then reflect on that. After the week has passed, do you feel in some way that you've grown? Have you changed the way you think, act, respond? Does simply thinking about growth differently change the way you perceive it? Thank you for joining me for this episode. And if anything resonated with you, please reach out to me and let me know. The next episode will be out in two weeks. So join me then where we continue to feed our healthy minds.